Welcome to Chinuch 2.0, a show about the massive changes coronavirus has brought to the way we do Chinuch, some of which may never be the same again. suspecting for quite some time that our schools are not likely to open for the rest of the school year. The teaching from home is going to continue whether we like it or not. But now we can no longer fool ourselves into thinking that all this is just short-lived. We have to make it work. Up until now the show has been focusing on schools that are using Zoom to teach. On this show, we speak with two principals of schools who are using phone conferences to teach. No Zoom allowed. And yes, they are well aware that teaching on the phone is very challenging, to say the least. So these principals stepped up to the challenge in unique ways. They know that kids can't pay attention for such a long time on the phone. But they also know that their Talmidim need to learn and can't afford to miss a half a year of progress. As you'll hear, each of them designed a unique program that keeps the kids busy throughout the morning without having to sit through endless hours of phone conferences. Do the Rebbeim have to work a little bit harder? Yes. But the end result is that the kids are learning, and sometimes they're learning even better than before. On this show, we'll speak with two close Yedidim of mine. Rav Yossi Warman, who is the Menal Ruchni of the Cheder of Mansi, and Rav Yossi Simon, who is the Menahel of Yeshiva Arshraga Varetsky of Lakewood. They each came up with a unique method of structuring the boys' day so that they're kept busy most of the time, but also giving each boy the unique attention that's needed for them to grow in their Limanat I really hope that other Meisters can be inspired by their leadership and put a similar, similar plan for their schools or another method that they'll come up with of giving their Talmidim some form of individualized learning. Let's go to our guests. We have on the phone Rabbi Yosef Warman, who's the Manal Ruchni of the Cheder of Mansi. Welcome, Rabbi Warman. Hi. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> okay. So uh, during this time when uh, everybody's home, there's no no uh, no in class, classrooms are closed, yeshivas closed, and the the Talmidim have to learn at home. So uh, the job of a manal is uh, becomes very different. And uh, so so how is your yeshiva taking on the challenge of teaching? the Talmidim, even though they're not in a classroom. So you say that it becomes very different. I thought for a moment that this type of kufa will be a little easier. Don't have to discipline anybody. There's no kids to deal with. And um, honestly speaking, it really is easier in that sense. But what I found to be extremely difficult was trying to supplement and create enough of a... a uh, 
a program for the kinderlach that they should be able to not just occupy themselves, but to be able to fill their time with progress as well and be able to move. A first grader should be coming out of first grade being able to finish his his um, ability to read and his shroshim or whatever else they were learning. How do we not lose that? In a conference, that's really not going to happen. But just in a conference, I'll be honest with you, you can't do more than 45 minutes, maybe at tops for a little kid, 45 minutes to maybe an hour with part of that time and some entertainment. How is it physically possible to get across that curriculum and be accomplishing? So we sat and we brainstormed. And we were not ready to do the Zoom. A, there's about 35 to 40% who don't have internet access at home. And B, you know, the Barachinuch didn't allow it, but Lamaisa, it's, it's not something that would have worked for our population. So what do we do? So we thought of this, not myself, but Rabbi, Rabbi Eisgrau, the Manal, thought of a much, very, very practical idea. And in addition to the 45-minute conference that they have on a daily basis, there's a 30-minute shear, which is sent home on a USB, six half-hour shurim, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Each one of these shurim are a half-hour segment. Now, a half-hour of potent learning is very intense. You have to see these videos. And I, I'm in yeshiva. The rabbim are making them. A lot of them are using their smartboards and interactive. A lot of them figured out the technology where they can be a little person in the corner of the screen pointing to the board. It's really uh, quite cool stuff. And of course, I come in and we discuss things and Rebbe, inter you know, we interact and we do a little bit of a interaction with the Rebbe while he's doing his videos. We send home that USB tomorrow's distribution day for about an hour and a half. We divide up the school. About 300 parents have to come and get their stuff. And we do letters A through J and K through L and then M through the end. And they come and we set up tables outside and each, each family gets a packet. And that packet is, they drop off last week's USB. Tomorrow they're getting a new one with another six classes on it with corresponding sheets to be done with it. Anyone brings back the sheets and drops them off in the box with the USB. This prizes, we have it all set up already. We worked all day today. So here I am thinking like, it's going to be easy. It's not that easy. We're putting in seven hours of, of uh, organizing and being there with Rabbi and record and taking all the USBs. And we have Baruch Hashem, an excellent IT person who's copying them, making the packages. And then we distribute them and we put them throughout. We set up tables for every class. And then we'll move those tables to the outside. The cars could drive it up and take the table. There are, there's a lot of logistics that go into it. In addition to that, besides that, so you can have now 45 minutes of a interactive phone conference. You can have a half hour where the child could do that with his sheets. But what about the rest of the day? So we realized that kids, let's say fifth grader, sixth grader, seventh, eighth, they can use more time. English, by the way, is doing the same thing. Secular studies is doing the exact same thing. But in addition to that, we made two more shiurim. Well, actually, there's a few more shiurim. Myself, I took the fifth and sixth grade and made a shear. We didn't call it optional, but we, it's from 11.45 till 12.25. And I say another parak, parak achayvel. I took the end of the parak. There's interesting gemaras there. And we're learning them well. And we have a shakavatai program at the end of the omad, which we're finishing tomorrow. 
they can chazer, and then I, they can call me on the cell, and we'll, I'll, I'll test them on it. So that's another segment of that day. Then we have another person, Rabbi Shane, who's doing Niflai Sabayre for 30 minutes a day. He gives another shir. And then I do Ovis at 5 o'clock in the evening after the day is done, a 15-minute shir. And uh, Rabbi Eisgra does the Perkamishnais every day. So they basically have, with their davening and their video, they could start the day at 9.15 with two 15-minute breaks, and they can go straight till 1.15 if they watch the video during the morning. That's a lot, a lot of time packed just for Lumudei Kodesh. Now, how many kids are actually taking on all that? The ones who are bored and who are extremely motivated and the parents have been complaining that they could use more, they're doing it. So I could tell you out of my share, out of, we have 22 boys in the class, out of the two classes, the fifth and the sixth, we're only we're parallel, fourth and below. But fifth and up, we're still single classes. Out of those classes, I would say I have a drop less than half in my extra share. The Rabbeim have full attendance for that 45-minute share. So at least that's, that stays with its full concentration. The shiurim that are being offered for those who need more stimulation, I would say 20 out of 44 are, are picking up on it. That's basically what we're doing. Now, Secular Studies has the same thing. Again, it's a 45-minute class, math class, and they are sending home videos as well on the older grades. Younger grades, I think the women are doing the usual conferences and, and stuff like that, but without the videos. I feel that this kufa, I, I called another thing to do, by the way. If you're a manal of the yeshiva that, you know, we're still small, we're only parallel through fourth, and then single classes, and each class by us is limited to 22, 23. You have to connect with everybody. And myself and the other manal, I'm calling this week, I started on Sunday, tomorrow I'm finishing my list. I call every single parent. A lot of them, I left a message because they didn't pick up. And if I, I try to speak to the child as well for less than a minute, the fact that I called the Salein is the Grestazah. They're so excited. The parents also, they want to tweak something. 90% of the time, they're just thanking us. We know how hard it is. We know how hard it is. It's unbelievable the work that's going in. The videos are clear. They're entertaining. The Moishach, the kids. This is really... To go along with everything is one more nakuda that I forgot, and that is that the Rebbe, here goes the clincher, which really leaves them with zero free time. And that is each Rebbe we're asking, and we're asking them to dedicate themselves to give 30 minutes a week for every child. So at a class of 22 kids, it's 11 hours. Now here's a Rebbe teaching only 45 minutes a day, but he's got a half hour USB video share. So that's, you know, that he's doing three hours a week with, 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 the, with, the, with the filming and everything, it takes more. And then he has 11 hours a week of calling each kid. That's 18 and a half hours a week of literal connecting time. That in delivery comes out to very little clape each child. That's where we, the Manalam, stepped in and added shurim, one to myself, to another Manal, and then the curriculum person did his... Uh, additional in the slice up area, whatever else it is. So we needed to fill up the day in addition to that. But it's interesting how how the Rabbeim aren't getting any time off. That putting in such tremendous effort, although the teaching it's concentrated teaching, but it's real. And Baruch Hashem, the, the conferences we have the ability to mute them. Um, I myself leave it open. When it gets a little noisy, I'll mute, I'll mute them for five minutes and then come back on. 
and say any questions, and then they'll have some interaction. Um, they also have a way of asking questions where they can get online, and then the Rebbe press star one if you have a question, then Rebbe will take each one in the order that it was received. And that Baruch Hashem is pretty much really the Rebbe was satisfied. We felt that increasing more conferences will not probably, it's not probable that it would increase more Limeratayra. As the day progresses, it probably will get weaker and weaker. That's basically what we're up, up to here. Wow, that's, that sounds like a lot. A lot of organization, yeah. a lot of work from, uh, on, on both from Amhala's standpoint. Yeah, the, and the work that, to, to organize this, like today, I couldn't leave the office for hours till I hopped one second. This English teacher didn't put his stuff into his packet. I had to text every English teacher and every Rebbe and other Rebbe left the stuff. A lot of them printed it onto the USB. If you can have, they can, they can press print and have their sheets that way. That's why the sheets weren't in yeshiva. I was like waiting for certain, but it's, it's a big ASIC. Some classes you could say, take one. Other classes, they're individualized for certain kids. Certain kids left their books. Last week we sent home boxes. We sent home a evergreen box, full. Some classes were full, brimming to the top, heavy boxes. We broke a couple tables, slapping them out. You have, you have all the books, take home your books. This week you have get different uh, messages. Could you send on my Gemara? Could you send on my particular Mishnahis? And these type of things. That Baruch Hashem, we're past that already. Now we're just sending on papers and the USBs. We're taking back the old one and giving back a new one. Mm-hmm. So you, you, the way it seems like you're doing it in Yeshiva, instead of having the Rebbe do multiple sessions of conference calls, which a lot of other Yeshivas mm-hmm. are doing, you're breaking up the delivery format. So there's, there's a conference call for the whole class every day, then there's the, individ, the, the, the USB lesson, the video lesson that they're, they're doing on their own, and then there's the individual time with the Rebbe once a week. Once a week. Now, in the younger grades, we suggested, and it's working better, that means fourth and under, they're doing two 15-minute sessions a week instead of doing a half-hour Rebbe, which is great because in the beginning of the week, he warms them up. At the end of the week, he goes over the material mm-hmm. in the 15 minutes. Okay, did you do this? Did you do that? And then, especially with Kriya. By the way, I didn't mention this. We have Kriya people in Yeshiva. There's a, there's a Rebbe who's a professional Kriya person, and there's a woman who does Kriya. They are taking on their, their individual cases on a one-on-one basis throughout the week. The Kriya Rebbe has not has not diminished any of his slots. He's continuing it as usual. The assistants in the pre-1A and in the kindergarten are calling and doing Kriya with the children, the Aleph Bays, and then with the reading. We have assistants in first grade as well, in the morning and the afternoon. They're all working. They're all putting in time. We're there, they're doubling the effort in the Kriya in the getting the children up to part to make sure they don't fall behind in their scholastic abilities to be able to read. And that's Baruch Hashem. You know, it's working. The phone, I guess, you know, as, as, as good as it can be, their the, the parents feel that that's working. I've been talking to the parents throughout the week. There's a follow-up question about the parents. I've, I've spoken to a lot of principals recently. Who's, that, so a lot of them told me, surprisingly, that parents don't reach out to, to share their feedback or comments. It's basically they're flying on their own without any clear guidance. Um, do you feel that in your, in your yeshiva, you're getting a good connection? You're hearing back from the parents how things are working out from their end? You know why? Because I'm calling them. 
it takes hours. You know, there are 11 hours of learning with every kid half hour. Mm-hmm. I'm putting in more than 11 hours in phone calls. I'm putting in a few hours, at least three hours a day in phone calls. Starts on Sunday, goes through Thursday. Next week, the other manal is going to make his calls, and then I'm going to do it again. For me to call every week, it's going to be a little bit redundant. He's calling next week. I call this week. I'll call the week after. And you the, have and to and make and the call. And when you're not going to make them, the call, they're not calling you. Yeah, I'm leaving you messages. I'll get, I'll get 10 messages a week in this type of proof. Mm-hmm. Normally, you can have a lot more. And when they speak to you, they, they share openly? They, they freely sh- sh- share? Most of the on. time, they're very satisfied and very happy. A couple of the calls, a couple of the responses were that um, my son feels that his, um, he's not getting enough chance to speak up on the conference. Rebbe calls on him last, you know, the typical things. And in that case, I'll send the Rebbe a text, call Shimmy and, and see, see, see if you could just reach out to him. He wanted to talk a little bit on the conference and get a chance. Rebbe says, thank you. And then if he goes and calls, the kid's the happiest boy. Other are details, logistics. I can't make it to the pickup times. I'll take home a couple of stuff and they'll come get it from here. The ones who live in my neighborhood. But um, Ruba Deruba are feeling that the yeshiva in this matzav is stepping up and doing a little bit more than would be expected. And they feel uh, the makatoif, the is very happy. They feel that we're, we're on top of it and we're trying. These extra shirim, I'll give you a muscle. I started having parents saying, it's Baruch Hashem, I know how much work goes into the videos and how much work goes into the conferences. Oh, there's so many hours a day where they're not being motivated. And that's why I told all the I said, we have to make extra stuff. We can't text the Rebbein with anymore. Where are they going to get the time from? So we pulled out a couple ideas. He's doing with the 7th and 8th grade, Kate Regal, And I'm doing with the 5th and 6th grade, Hachoyvel. And um, Yat Hashem, uh, we should hope that we should need to look for more material after. Hopefully this is a, another couple of weeks and, and we can be back. So would you say overall, in terms of the level of the curriculum that you would normally cover during a school year, do you feel that this system covers a nice part of what you would ordinarily reach during the, during the school year? We're trying. We don't know yet. It's too early to tell. We're, we're anticipating that there's going to be some type of need to fill in an extra couple of hours and we'll possibly stretch Friday for an hour, an hour and 15 minutes or Sunday we'll stretch for an hour. Hopefully not have to go into the summer too much. We do have yeshiva in the summer at the one o'clock when they start, you know, like they do in Lakewood and those yeshivas. So we were going to end Shiva the Tammuz, maybe we'll go to Chav Beis, Tammuz, I'm not sure yet, but the way it's working now and the Rabbeim know that the amount of effort that they're putting in, not to have any child fall behind, is meeting the demands, the Vila. And we hope that it's going to continue to meet the demands. Let's see how a child could do this. What's the stamina level to be able to learn remotely from home? We don't know yet. We're waiting to see. The Vila, we're, we're okay. And we're not going to be silly to say, oh, yeah, it's going to be great. No, we're going to hope that it's going to be great. We're, we're trying. And the, the, everybody has a, uh, everybody has the same drive that no child should, should be falling behind curriculum-wise, because a we don't want to have to, we don't have to put in the time again. They're working so hard now. Let's accomplish what we need to accomplish.
uh, are they being tested? Are they regular tests and homework like, like ordinary? There are sheets to be filled out for prizes. There's a, you know, everything's from China. We have a huge, probably a thousand dollar shipment from Rhode Island Novelty. You know, the, uh, we're busy with China, right? And uh, you have their uh, battery operated bubble machine that's going out. And in addition to that, that's for a high level prize if somebody filled out all the sheets. Rebbe will take the sheets and mark them. That's tomorrow after the distribution. I'm going to take it and put them on the Rebbe's desk. Rebbe do come in to make the new videos, so they will mark those and uh, hopefully keep tabs on where they're holding. Is it a test? No, it's going to be a worksheet. It's not going to be a test. Um, if they are talk accomplishing and doing their worksheets and they're learning and the parents, you're going to need the parents here and the parents here. This, every Matzah Shabbos, by the way, there's a conference with the parents with the Manal, Rabbi Eiskrau, and they're on the phone. They, he, he, he sees this out of, out of 248 parents, uh, there's 150, 160 tuning in. So they're in touch in a, in, a, in, a, in a global way that everybody hears the message at once. And the parents need to sit with the child during the 45-minute sessions. The video that came out glued to, most of them are interesting. A lot of them have a lot of shtick on it, and it's funny. Rabbeim are very entertaining. You have some real kaychus over there. There's some real uh, talents in the Jewish world that happen to be uh, Rebbeim as well. <laughs> and these kavra are, you don't want to, you don't want to, you know what I mean? You don't want to miss it. I've been watching them, some of these videos, you know, here and there. I, I let it run on the computer while I'm on the phone. And sometimes I have to like uh, pause and get back to it because they're very entertaining. And, um, you know, like one Rebbe will start a session with his computer upside down. He's like, why is everybody standing on their heads? You know, and then, then they make it very geschmack, but the learning is real. It's heavy learning. And are you going to test them? If they're paying attention and they're filling out the sheets, we're probably accomplishing what we'll get out of testing them. But eventually they're going to, you know, they're going to have to know the material. So this is a wait and see game. There's no ability to test the child at home. We're not testing it. We're going to encourage him to fill out his work and make good prize incentives and spend money on it. That's really what the stimulus package is for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are, the, are you hearing from parents a lot because they were complaining or at least commiserating the problem that, that, that since their children, it's hard to get a child excited about listening to a phone conference that it becomes like the parent's job to police their kids to make sure they're joining the class? Uh, there, are those, there are those who are having that problem and they're there are, you know, there's more timid type of kids, more timid type of parents with leveling type of children where that recipe is, right now it's playing itself out in the difficulty where normally in yeshiva we're able to, we have enough manpower or myself or others to deal with these out-of-the-box kids. They're having a hard time at home, no question about it. But it's not a complaint, clape the system. It's a complaint, it's always usually hard with them and it's not making it much easier. Although the videos are finding their way into these kids' hearts because they're finding that to be much easier to watch. Mm -hmm. And no, don't get me wrong, an interactive video would be amazing, but we're not doing that. Right. You know, I can imagine it would be amazing. Even that, I think, you know, is Badafka the only, is that enough? You're probably gonna need a parent to help you out there anyway. But um, the parents are very, 
very committed and to seeing to it, and they have the same Nagiyas, if not more, that the children should fall behind. The difficult yeah. child is going to be a difficult child at home the way it usually is. I don't think this is going to settle it. <laughs> but anyway. They could try. Okay, one more question. In a letter that was sent out by one of the schools in Muncie that were not, uh, they decided not to use the online video for, for teaching. So they said, they gave a statement that the job of yeshiva is not just to teach as many psukim or mishnayis as possible. It is to be the standard bearer of Torah Ashkafa for the Talmidim and imbue them a lifelong commitment to Torah and Yerushalayim. Is that, is that a statement that you agree with? Is that, how you're, is that the philosophy that you're following? Or, or, you, or you believe that you're doing as much as possible, keeping the, the curriculum and the Libra Torahs to the same standards as always? Being that I know exactly which yeshiva that is, and I read the same letter you did, and this is a public forum, I love everybody. A gewaldige night. I'm not going to comment on that last one. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much. Thank you Rabbi so Woman. much. We have on the phone Rabbi Yossi Simon, good friend of mine. He's the Menahel of Yeshiva Arshraga Varetsky of Lakewood. Welcome, Rabbi Simon. Thank you. So your yeshiva is uh, like many others, uh, teaching the boys, uh, elementary school boys, you're teaching them by phone, which can be very challenging. But what system are you using to make sure the boys are learning and, and they, they, stay, they stay motivated during this time? You know, let me first preface this by telling you that when Pesach came around, it hit the reality set in that we won't be going back to yeshiva for the next month or two. Halavai, we get there before the year's end over. And there was a meeting, a few manalim with, with some of the Rashivas about using Zoom, which for all practical purposes, we all know that Zoom, live Zoom has tremendous mileage. It has its challenges, but it has tremendous mileage of being able to see the children, it's much more comparable to a real classroom than over the phone. And the Rashivas came out that we should not use Zoom. And I was thinking to myself, here is a teaching moment to the children that even though one might say we're, giving, we're sacrificing the level of learning, and it could be even 50% better for argument's sake. But I told the parents, and I want this message, message to get over to the children, that in Hashwana, when you have a Hashkafic Shiloh, you have a crossroads, not all, not, you're not supposed to do dafko what makes sense. You're supposed to do what the Torah wants you to do. How do we know what the Torah wants us to do? We ask our daf Torah. And I feel if the, te- if the kids walk out with this message that yes, we are mevatel our das to our rabbonim and the rishivas, I think that's a lesson that could be very well learned going on in life. So, yeah, it also I, has to. It also has, depends on the attitude of how the how the yeshiva goes about here accepting the das tayrus. You know, with the, with the right. So that, I. I, I very right, very well said, and that's why I made sure to to make that this message gets over to the children in a very positive 
way. But sitting down, I said, I have my challenges. How am I going to keep two things? First of all, how are we going to teach the whole class? And Bayes, how are we going to account for every child? You know, take primary, for example. If they can't read, I can't put them in first grade. Then what do I do with the incoming class? There are those who are saying, hold, hold the primary till Sukkot or till Cheshvin and then start the new class. But what do you do with the new class? So that's not a practical option. So I said, I, I called each grade. I had a separate meeting with each grade and telling them there's two objectives. One is that we have to teach the children as best as possible. But I also want to make sure that there's a accountability for each child. And as much as possible, I want to make sure we do that. So I then went and I told each rabbi, you tell me with these two, with these two nakudas in mind, tell me what works for you. And with each rabbi, I tailor-made a plan that fits in what he could do and what, what works for him. Plus, we made sure a very big part of the setup was that there's going to be private times with groups of children. So this way, we know exactly where all the children are holding. And Baruch Hashem, I have to tell you, so far, I have a meeting with Rabbi at least once a week over conference, sometimes even twice a week. So far, the accountability of each child is being held up. Mm-hmm. So uh, give us a little bit more details of how you structure the day so that the boys could get the time that's needed that, they, that they're able to accomplish and, and, and learn what they're supposed to be learning? So we'll start with the younger grades. So primary and first grade, we start the day off 9.30. And let me, I, I, wanted, I forgot to say one, one other Nakuda. I wanted to give the boys a feeling of we have regular yeshiva. We're not on 7.50 Vasa, but yeshiva is going regular. Now I know it's not, it's, it's not as is, but I wanted to give them as much as possible a feeling that, uh, that, that the avira is that yeshiva is going regular. So I didn't let them start 10.30. I said, let's start as early as possible, practically speaking. So if you realize the classes either start 9.15, 9.30. So with the primary and first grade, they start off with davening. And the Rebbe dialed to them on the, cl- on, on, on the phone. And uh, in primary, he'll talk a little bit partial or whatever, whatever, whatever else he usually does for about 45 minutes. Now, at that point, a primary kid can't hold the phone to his hand so much. That's when you see I split the class up into groups. So every day, the Rebbe is learning with a group of kids for 10 minutes having them read for him. Mm-hmm. How does and the Rebbe, how does Rebbe you learn individually with the boys while in, in this group? Like, how, how does he do it using the phone? He, they're all unmuted. All five of those boys are unmuted. And he has each boy read for him. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the boys who are struggling, so after he finishes that in the afternoon, he'll go back to them and he'll, he'll learn them privately. And the boys who really needed tutoring or need, needed career specialists, so 
So that's then that's being done over the phone with the with the Korea Motors. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so and, uh, and, and yeah. in the old yeah, in the older <laughs> classes, in the older classes, davening on the phone is very hard. So what I did was, if you realize in the paper I sent you, that the boys call into the Rebbe at nine fifteen. He gets them like, or 9.30, or he gets them like, he ropes them in, as they say. So they're all under his auspice. And then he'll tell them, okay, dive in now for 20 minutes and call me back. But it's under the Rebbe's auspice, for lack of a better word, most of the morning. So in that, by doing that, I gave the boy a feeling that I'm in issue. I stopped for recess, if you realize there. I stopped for lunch. Mm-hmm. To give them an, a feeling of that we're in yeshiva. To the extent, I got a phone call from somebody who wanted to introduce some history program into the morning learning. And I said to him as follows. I said, if I start off the, the, the Zman after Pesach with like Geshmaka Limudim, I'm afraid it's going to take away from the mindset that we are in yeshiva. Now, I know in a week or two from now, I'm going to have to do something exciting. I'm already um, working on a very exciting um, day. Some you know, different things I don't want to give away yet, but different, different ideas. But I want that mindset to stay that we are in yeshiva. Mm-hmm. To the extent I have the regular worksheets are given out, the older classes, I, I thought it was a, a far, far-stretched idea, but I, I gave tests and then mailing it back. Mm-hmm. So in this, so far, the feedback is tremendous. Mm-hmm. So on, in general, from a, a very general standpoint, how many hours a day less are the boys learning or being taught than they would be in yeshiva? Quite, the class as a whole, quite a few. Because, because I break it into groups, so the other groups during that time are not, are not learning. Mm-hmm. Our, our, because part of the day is broken into groups, the other, group, the, the other boys are not learning, mm-hmm. but you can't get too far out of it because in 10 minutes your Rebbe's calling. Mm-hmm. How, how long does each group last? So it depends. If you go through the, uh, in the older grades, you have chavuses for 10, 15 minutes with the boys and the Rebbe, I have a system that the Rebbe could tune in to different chavuses. Um, you know, he could unmute a few of them and, 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 and just tune in to, to, to two boys or four boys. And in the younger grades, it's 10, 15 minutes. I mean, it's, very, it's hard to hold the phone right. and to stay focused on it. Okay. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the parents. Like, uh, do, 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 the, do you hear from the parents that they have to be very involved to make sure their boys are learning? Oh, so I, 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 in, in the younger grades, yes, because like I told you, for a primary, five, six-year-old boy to sit him down with a phone, but most of the parents, I would say 95% of the parents, I, I think they also came to an attitude, this is the matter, and they're dealing with it. And for the most part, it's going, they're, like I say, they're making it work. The attitude is we have to make this work. And I think they're all appreciative that they're very, very, they appreciate tremendously the fact that if you look at the schedule, most of their day is running around yeshiva till like 3.30. Mm-hmm. Because I even brought English in. 
the English, uh, how, how much, how, how is the English done? The same way as the, as the Lamud Kaidesh? The same, the same way the Lamud Kaidesh, they all have their books. So it's, it's basically the same, it's much shorter. I would say it's like 45 minutes to an hour, two periods of a half hour each. But again, we have that challenge. First grade, if the boys can't read, how am I putting it to second grade? And how are the, the sheets given out or the, or the homework or the, the tests? Do you use email or do so, the parents have to come pick it up? The, there's a pickup every Sunday. A lot of parents don't have access to email or facts. And um, there's a pickup every Sunday. In fact, this week, I'm doing something interesting. Um, having the pickup be in the Rebbe's house with a time for each kid to come that, you know, with, with safe social distancing, the rabbi could see the kid and say hello to him. And this is for all the boys in the class? For each class, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, the pickup's going to be in the rabbi's house. Till now, the pickup was in, uh, in, in yeshiva. The way it worked was that each, on the car, we, I had a line for the cars to come. And there was a paper outside with the name and the grade, and I had a person with a, a mask and, and gloves putting it in the back of the car. Now, and now they're going to, this coming Sunday, I'm surprising them that they're going to be able to pick it up from the Rebbe's house, and the parents could bring the kid in the car and to wave to the Rebbe. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So, they're, they're, so they're, they're, they continue uh, at least some sort of personal connection with their Rebbe. Right, right. Okay. Um, in general, do you think that from this experience, obviously this is a very major traumatic experience for everyone and uh, for, for kids, their whole life as they knew it was shaken up as it is for the adults. Um, do you think that there's any lasting impact that, you, that you're going to have to deal with when the boys come back, from, come back to yeshiva and they're going to come back into the classroom? I'll tell you as follows. Children are pretty resilient. Now, there's Leilainu, other that means Imi Shumha, just for the lack of yeshiva, I think they'll, they'll, they'll ease their way back in. Well, it'll take a little harder, our classroom structure, but there might be other things that, had, that, that went on that might affect them. As we know, Leilainu, there are you know, grandparents or you know, other family members. That's something that's, that's worrisome. Mm-hmm. But I think when they get back to yeshiva, again, it will be challenging for some boys to get back into a structured matzah. But I find children strive for structure. Okay, so before we sign off, just uh, is there anything from this whole experience that, that, that we could take a, like a positive lesson from that maybe we could apply even in our regular life, when life comes back to what we call regular? So uh, one is I started off with, um, what I started off with that if we could instill in them that you know we we, we followed our chachamim our our rashivas that we did what what was right regardless if we understood it or not. Um, I hope we 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 become changed people, and 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 knowing that our whole outlook of life we as adults I hope we 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 change and and that will go over to the kids. But I found something very interesting that I can't, I don't know how to carry it over, but there were children, there are children who in class did not participate, 
are participating 10 times as much on the phone. Now that could be because they're not embarrassed, because nobody sees them. But that's something very interesting that I hope those children who are picking up from this phone conferencing, that we could build on that and help them move forward going on. So you're saying that, that certain weaknesses that are present when the boys are in the classroom, take them out of the classroom right. and they shine. So you'll be able to use that knowledge of getting to see that side of the boy. You'll be able to apply it even when they right. come back to Yeshiva and try to work with it. Right. That's something I'm going to really put Kaichas in on those kids to see how to, how to, now that we see they have it, they have it, that that's something we're going to put Kaichas in to try to shine it more. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the, the the other thing that we that we haven't seen yet, but you know, right, right now we're just barely two weeks out of Pesach. Um, to see that you should be able to keep the momentum going for uh, two months after Pesach. That that's going to be challenging, and that's why I told you it comes a lot or it comes a time that I'm going to be able to do something geschmack with them, like the give a shtickle chizik. That's that's what I'm looking to do. Mm-hmm. And we do have. Uh, incentives. Every week with the pickup, there's there's prizes, there's incentives. You know, what I mean, we, we more incentives that we would do during the year is definitely we're 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 incorporating now much more incentives. Mm-hmm. Okay, very it's very interesting. Uh, something that that uh, for, for us as parents, what we, we we're the lesson that we're getting out of all this is the serious nefesh that our machanchem are doing to do what they can, given the very difficult circumstances, to both continue teaching the boys Taira, which is, uh, you know, which is the most important thing, and also making sure that it's done in a way that's not, uh, that's not a burden to them, that, that, that's accepted on the kids, Ava, and, 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 and Ibeke Kevin Kai. It's really a lesson uh, that, that we're, we're so impressed. It's, 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 it's a real mysterious nafsh, it's a real Vedas HaKadosh, that they're all doing, and they should give you Kayach to continue doing it, be mechanach the kids and making sure that they that they they're able to continue through and hopefully get back to yeshiva as soon as possible. Amen. I just want to throw out an idea that maybe other ministers could use that you no, know, we didn't we didn't give them the siddur. So next week I plan on having a platform with a stage and a sign, and I'll be outside with Rabbi Landau, and I'll have the boys come by, and again with. With, set up with social distancing, get their siddur. I'll, I'll have a, 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 a crown for them and their siddur, and they'll come in a white shirt, and they'll and, and they'll get their siddur to make up for the last for the last, the fact that we can't have a, a, a grand siddur play. One at a time. Yeah, one at a time. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it'll take a few hours. But I, I think it's like you said when you brought the Nakuda of Ahava, Anything that we could put into them. Nacha Geshmak and Nacha Simcha, I think that's, that's, that, that's a point that we're all trying to do. And I'd like to thank you again for this opportunity. Yes, and thank you for give you Thank you very okay, much, Rabbi Sam. Karl Tov. You've been listening to Chinuch 2.0, a show exploring the changes that are happening and how we do Chinuch. Chinuch 2.0 is hosted and produced by me, Aaron Special thanks to Dava Zachuski for inspiring the show. You can subscribe to the show by searching for Chinuch 2.0 
Apple or Google Podcasts. Suggestions, comments, or guest ideas, you can send an email to chinook2.0 at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening.